Sukadaf Lametet, the last thing we were discussing was from Halel, all the halachot of Halel, all the minhagim of Halel, we're able to see what the Nevi'im Arishonim were metaken for Am Yisrael. And the last thing we discussed was Shomea Ke'onem. And then Rabak told us that we have to be careful the way we cut Paruch Habab, Beshem Hashem, it has to be set together, and we and our Safra argued it. And with that, we are starting Lametet Amud Aleph, six lines in by the two dots, which is Makom Shinagul Dichpol, Makom, the place where they have Menhag to double up the Psukim. And we see a machloket. Rashi over here said that they would they would uh, double up all the psukim from Odecha Anitani and on. The Rambam holds that way, but the problem is Rashi in Masechet Pesachim said the entire Halel gets doubled up, and and the same thing with the Meiri says the entire Halel gets doubled up. So there's that's one machloket to look into. Another one is what's the reason we double up these psukim. Rashi before told us because the entire parak is doubled up, except these uh, uh, these psukim, so you double it up. However, the Rashbam and the Rambam in Masechet Pesachim explain that we double it up because Yishai, Shemuel, David, and their brothers said that these psukim, and out of their kavod, we want to repeat these psukim. And there's a lot of other mahlokot and contradictions between Rashi himself what to repeat, do you repeat from Odecha uh, on or just from Baruch on? And there's a lot to look into what we do. Makom the place that we are in Oheg to repeat, double up the Psukim, we do it. Tana, Rabbi Kofel Ba'adibarim, Rabbi would double up the Psukim from Anashem Moshe'ana, Rabbi Lazar Ba'in Parta, Mosif Ba'adibarim, and Rabbi Lazar Ba'in Parta would add a few things more. My Mosifa would he add? Amar Abaye, Mosif Lichpol, Me Odecha Ulmata. He would repeat it already from Odecha Kianitani and not just from Anna Hashem. Now we learned in the Mishnah, Levarech Yevarech, a makom that they have a menhag to make a bracha. Afterwards, you make a bracha. Amar Abaye, Loshanu Ela Harav, only after the Halel, Abalefanav. But before Halel, mitzvah levarech, you have mitzvah to make the bracha, has nothing to do with menhag. The Amar of Yehuda, Mashmuel, call the mitzvot kulan, mevarech alehen, over the asiyatan. Rav Yehuda said, Mashmuel, all the mitzvot, you make a bracha on them before you do it. And the Gemara, famous Gemara, Umay mashma' dehai over lishnad aktumeu, how do we know that this over is before? It means before, not afterwards. The Amar of Nahman, by Yitzhak, dichtiv, and this is about uh, the war with David and Avshalom. After David's side won, uh, Ahimaatz wanted to go tell David that they won, but you have to tell him don't do it. Um, you're going to have to mention that his son died. So let a kushi go. Uh, someone not connected to us, let the kushi go tell David what happened. Uh, while the kushi was going, Ahimaatz said, uh, I'm going to go. I want to be the one who says that we won. So, Vayarotz Ahimaatz, Derech Akikar, Vayabor et kushi. And see, and it says that he passed the kushi, went in front of him. He used a shortcut, and that's what made him uh, go in front of him. So you see, abor means ahead. And abaye amar mehacha. He learns it from a different uh, pasuk. He learns it from when Yaakov met Isav. Vehu avar lifnehem. Yaakov went in front of his family, and he bowed down to Isav seven times. And that's how you know that avor means ahead. Ve'ibait imar you could say mehacha. It says, Vayavor Malkam Ifnehem Vashem Berosham. Bezat Hashem, when the Mashiach comes, 
Bnei Israel are going to be led by the Mashiach, and Hashem will be in front of him, and we're going to all go back to Yerushalayim. And you see over here also, Be'avor, it means ahead. Now, Tosafot asks a question. Okay, so I get it. You have to say a beracha on the lulav before you shake it. Just practically speaking, how do you do it? And he says, by tefillin, we know. Okay, before you make that knot around your arm, you make a beracha. Okay, but how do you do it with the etrog and lulav? So option number one is before you pick up the etrog, you make a beracha, then pick up the etrog. Or you could flip the etrog upside down and then make a bracha, then, then do it up the right side up with the piton facing up. Or when you pick him up, don't have kavanah to be yotzeh dehova because a person cannot be yotzeh dehova whether he likes it or not. You have to have kavanah to be yotzeh dehova. Or you could say the real part of the lulav is the waving them, which comes a little bit later. So as long as you make a bracha before the waving, then you're okay. It's over la'asiyatan. And now we are going to the next Mishnah. If a person who keeps Shevi'it, a religious person, is buying a Lulav and the Arba Minim from his friend, and the problem is his friend is an Amaritz and it's a Shanat Shemitah, and the Etrogim, there's a problem with buying an Etrog on the Shanat Shemitah, so the Amaritz gives him the Etrog as a present. You're not allowed to buy an etrog from Amar, it's on the, on the Shemitah year. Because there's a halakha, that the fruits of Shemitah year have to be burnt when there is no more of that type of fruit in the field for the animals. So let's say there's no more apples in the field for the animals, then, then you have to take out all the apples you have in your storage house, in your refrigerator, and burn it. And the same thing would be with the money spent on buying that uh, Shemitah fruits. So if the if a person sold Shemitah fruits, the money has the same Kedusha as the fruits. And when it's time to get rid of the fruits, you have to get rid of the money also. And the Amaaretz, we suspecting of not getting rid of that money. And that's why you're not allowed to buy from him a Lulav and a Trog on the Shemitah year. And now the Gemara starts, Let's say the Amaretz didn't want to give him the Etrog as a present. So what do you do then? So You swallow up the price of the Etrog in the Lulav, meaning you pay him double for the Lulav of the Simen Aravot, and he'll get the point that uh, he's not charging you for the Etrog. Says, Why don't you just give him the money for the trog as is? And the Gemara explains, as we explained before, We don't give the money of Shevi'it fruits to Amaret, meaning we don't buy fruits from them on the Shevi'it because we're worried they're not going to burn that money when the time comes. You cannot give the money of Shiv'it, you can buy something. What well, bottom line is the money of Kedushat Shiv'it cannot go to Amar, it's more than three Saudot, meaning very little. This way we guarantee he's going to get rid of that money before the time of the burning comes. However, when it comes to Etrog, it's very expensive and he might keep that money on the side. And that's like worth more than three Saudot. Ve'im Masar. And if you did give him that money, Yomar Now you have to transfer the kedusha to regular fruits that you have at home that are not shivayit fruits. This way, saving the money that you gave to the amaaretz, 
from Kevdushat Shevi'it. And Uba ve'ochlan, you come back home, this Haver comes back home, and he eats those fruits, however, Bikdushat Shevi'it, with the Kedusha level that you would eat Shemitah food, meaning you're allowed to eat them, drink them, rub them on your body, light the candles with it if it's oil, all that stuff is mutar with the fruits of Shevi'it. And Bamed Ve'im Amurim, when you're allowed to give money for these three Se'udot worth to the Amaretz, Belokeah Mina Mufkar, that's Davka. If you see the Amaretz, got the fruits from a Hefker area, and this way there is no Kedushat Shevi'it on Hefker, and you're allowed to give him money for th- up to three Se'udot, not more. If he took from a, someone's personal yard, if his own personal yards, whatever the case may be, even even half an isar, you're not allowed to give it to him. Because we're always worried that he wasn't really mafkir his sadeh to the poor people on the Shemitah year. And what he's really doing, he's just protecting that land so no one comes and takes from it like any other year. And why would he sell little by little? Because he's trying to trick everyone to show that uh, he's doing it in a kosher way when really he's not. And two points to bring out. Number one, according to Rashi, we understand that hefker fruits and not hefker fruits, it could be the same thing, just depends where it grew. One grew in the middle of a field that belongs to nobody, one grew in someone's front yard. That, that's according to Rashi. Rambam explains this as follows, that hefker fruits are certain types of fruits that only grow in hefker. So that you're allowed to buy up to shalosh she'odot. But if it's the type of fruits that people grow at home, then you're not allowed to buy that at all from the Amaretz. And another way to explain it is like Tosfot, that the Isur of taking fruits that were like in a yard, because we're scared that they grew in a way that was done by Isur. Maybe he worked on Shevi'it or something like that, and plucking those fruits could be a problem in itself. Okay, back to the Gemara. Mativ Rav Sheshat. Rav Sheshat has a problem. Umin hamufkar shalosh saudot v'tulon. If you're buying uh, fruits that are from the hefker, you're only allowed to buy three saudot, not more. Or minhu, we have a brayta or mishnah masechet shevi'it that counts different types of important fruits. Hapegam, the ruv, yarbuzim, sorel. These are different types of herbs. Vashitim, asparagus, vhalaglagot. Mountain coriander, river parsley, garden eruka, peturin min All these things are patur min because they all grow in a place that is hefker, they're not protected, and we know that anything that is hefker is patur min because the Pasuk says, Uba Levi ki en lo helek venahala imach. The uh, Levi is going to come and get Truman Maaser from, because he doesn't have helek venahala imach. Only from things he doesn't have helek venahala imach. Um, Hefker, he has helek venahala imach. So therefore, he doesn't get any of that stuff, uh, Trumot Maasrot. Therefore, if Hefker he doesn't get Trumot Maasrot, and only if it's uh, protected in a garden, he would get. Number two, Venikhin. Mikol Adam Bashivit. Now because all these things are FK, you could also buy it from anyone on the Shivit. Because all these things are not protected and they all are FK. Now bottom line is it sounds over here like you could buy as much as you want, not just three saudot. So the Gemara explains who motive Shishat brought the question, of Shishat brings an answer. 
when it, when it said you're allowed to buy all these things, bichdeman shanu the amount it for a person's food with man is his mezonot. V'chein amar ababar hana amar biyohanan bichdeman shanu the amount a person eats and the amount a person has ready to eat is three saudot, not more. So the Gemara asks, "Me'em ashma dehai man lishnadim zonehu." How do you understand that man means food? Dechtiv it says by Daniel when when I'm bringing all the food. Vayman lahem hamelech. The pasuk says that the king gave them food to eat every single day, whatever they need to eat. So you see, the word man means the sauda, what they eat. Now the Gemara asks, Yahaki, okay, if we're not gonna give the money for Shivit more than three Saudat Amaritz, Lulav Nami, then don't buy a Lulav from Amaritz either. Again, you're gonna have the same problem. Kedushat Shivit. My answer is Lulav Barshishit Anichnas La Shivitu. We're now we're talking about the Lulav going in from the sixth year to the seventh year. So it really grew on the sixth year and it doesn't belong to the Shemitah year. And by lulav, like any other tree, we go by the time it ripens. And since it ripened on the sixth year, that's the answer. That's it. If that's the case, we could say the same thing with etrog. It's the sixth year etrog going into the seventh year. And uh, since it uh, ripened on the sixth year, there's no klushat shivayi. The answer is no. Etrog, with etrog, we always go by the time you plucked it off the tree. And the idea is etrog is considered a vegetable when it comes to trumot and ma'asrot because it gets so much water just like a vegetable. And therefore, when it comes to shivirit, it also has the same deen as vegetables. And we go by after the time it was plucked off the tree, not by when it ripened like a regular fruit. But the Gemara asks, Between Rabban Gamliel and Rabbi Ezer, who argued when is the time for Maser for Netrog? Do we go by when it ripens or when it gets plucked? Either way, according to both of them, Le'anyan Shevi'it Etrog Batar Hanatazlina. The Mahlokit is Le'gabe Maser. The Mahlokit is not Le'gabe Shevi'it. But Shevi'it goes by when it ripened. It's not Etrog Shevi'it Le'ilam Shloshad Rachim Ve'le'yarak V'derech Echad Etrog is like a, a tree in three ways and like a vegetable in one way. It's like a tree in three ways. How the orla that has the same rules of orla. First three years of a tree, you can't eat the fruits. So and the fourth year, you have to eat it in Yerushalayim. And for the Shemitah purposes, you go by the time it ripens. And it's like a vegetable in one way. We do ma'aser based on the time it was plucked off the tree. Because it gets a lot of water, you have to water that, not just the rainwater. Therefore, it's considered vegetable. And that's the vera ban gamliel. Rabbi Eliezer Omer, etrog shave la'ilan lechol davar. And according to Rabbi Eliezer, etrog is like a tree in regards to everything, even also like a be ma'asroch, everything. Bottom line is that according to both of them, we go after the time it ripened, not the plucking time. And if according, and according to that, we could say the same thing. We could be talking about a trog that was ripened on the sixth year and it plucked off on the seventh year, and there shouldn't be a problem. So the real question is, at the Tanava Mishnah who held that 
etrog has kedushat shevi'it because we go after the time it was plucked. Who does he hold like not Rabban Gamliel, not Rabbi Eliezer? So the Gemara answers, who the Amar Kiaitana? That Tana our Mishnah holds like the following Tana: Tanya Amar Biyosi, Abdul Mus Eid Mishum Hamisha Zekanim. Abdul Mus testified the name of five Zekanim, five elderly rabbis. Etrog achal dekitav lemaser. Etrog goes by after when you plucked it off the tree from Maser. Verabotenu nimnu beusha veamru and our rabbis got together in Usha and they said Ben lemaser, Ben lashevi'it. Now by Etrog we go by when it was plucked off the tree, whether it's Maser or Shemitayir. And our Tana and our Mishnah holds like the rabbis of Usha that when it comes to Etrog we go by when it's plucked off the tree and it has a kedushah Shemita, and therefore you're not allowed to buy from Amaretz for money. And if you get a chance, there's a Maharam over here who asks a question that he doesn't understand this whole back and forth because when it comes to the maser of fruits, usually we go by Aleph Shevat, Tubi Shevat, that situation, right? So how do we get to Roshana? So the Maharam pushes an answer, he was not 100% sure of it, that Legabe Shemita, the Roshana is always by the regular Aleph Tishrei. And the Kapot Marim doesn't understand why you're pushing to get that answer. That is the answer. That when it comes to Shemitah, Aleph Tishrei is Roshana. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.